The wheel weaves as the wheel wills. I'm Benita. And I'm Tiffany. And welcome to the One Power Channeling Hour, where we talk all things Wheel of Time. Well, okay, so I feel like um, as the kind of newbie to Wheel of Time, maybe I'll go first, and then okay. we can like, really dive into like your great history with it. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not to put any pressure on you, but I may be leaning on you for some stuff. I have a big question about the series that like... I couldn't answer today. Well, I guess it's not that it's not like a big question. I'm like yeah. putting a lot of weight on it, but I was like, okay, I kind of know what all the Aja's like are. Like yeah. not that they are, but like what they do. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Except the blue one. What is the blues like thing? The blue is really uh about like justice and sh- like social issues. Okay. All right. I, I can- you know what? I'm just gonna say it. I would call them SJWs. Okay. They're social justice warriors. Like they are, they're committed to causes. All right. I love that. I love that. I was like, I I kind of called them the adventure Aja, which maybe like kind of fits in with that, but I love social justice warrior. Um, That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Cause I think of the green Aja as more the adventure ones, right? Like they're the battle Aja. So they're like, they'll fuck you up. I mean, they'll all fuck you up. But, like, I feel like they're the ones that are itching to be in battle. Yes. I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who my favorite characters, I guess, would mostly be blue. Um, I mean, I think the book is really set up that way. I think the series is really set up that, like, blue's your favorite. Because you're, cause you're following Moraine and you follow Swan. Yeah, they are like your intro points into it. But then it's so interesting that none of our like young characters choose that. They all go a different direction. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, Egwene just sidesteps the whole thing. She does, but she was very clear that she was going to be green. That's if only true. that we Mary Gowan, the worst character in the entire series, in my opinion. Wait, what? Yes, he's the he's- worst. So I think that we should intro ourselves and what our history is with the wonderful worlds of Wheel of Time. Tiffany, you want to start us off? I will. I will. Okay. So I'm, I'm Tiffany and literally just got into the Wheel of Time. So, um, so I think my experience is maybe not super unique because I think a lot of people maybe just got into the wheel of time because of the new series coming out and that sort of thing. But I am, but I know a lot of people got into the wheel of time, like as it was uh, coming out, which means uh, entering this world as a teenager, as a younger person. And I am in my very early forties. I mean, like I literally just turned 41. So I'm not, not like, but it's like, it's a different, I think experience, like I think I would have had a whole different experience with the series if I had entered it when I was, when the books were coming out, which 1990, I guess was the, when the first one came out. So I turned 10 in 1990. So if I had like um, come into the books, I think then also I must say, I can't even imagine like waiting for these books to come out. Lord, you have no idea. (laughs) I was like so thrilled that I could just be like, okay, on to the next, on to the next, let me get through them. 
But anyway, my um, I, I got I had a pandemic wedding. I got married in uh, June 2020 uh, in my parents' backyard instead of the great like murder mystery wedding we were planning. And when we drove up, we were like, well, in June 2020, like, what can you do for a honeymoon? We're like, oh, okay, we're going to go to Lake Tahoe, which is like maybe like, it's not even that far away. But like, Mario, my husband started to, uh, he's like, oh, this is going to be a series. Maybe you'll like this. Let's put on the Wheel of Time, the audiobook. And we listened to it on the way up to Lake Tahoe. And then he kind of lost interest in it. <laughs> And I picked up the book Uh, and then I read all uh, 14 of the regular series uh, within the last, I guess, slightly over a year. So I finished up in um, August, I want to say, of this year, searching every day for information about this series that was apparently coming out and apparently had been filmed all the way and there's no info and like, oh, but I mean... Just knowing that Rosamund Pike was going to play more rain, I was like, okay, I'm in. Because she's like the most Aes Sedai looking woman I can possibly think she of. She really is. Like they I nailed it really? just on the look. I mean, besides the fact that she's a wonderful actor and whatever. But- That's an amazing actor, but like totally known for that emotional control. And also just looks ageless to me. Like I'm like, yeah, if you think of somebody who looks ageless, which I also think um, Kate Fleetwood, who's going to play Leandrin. Also really pulls that look off really well. But, um, uh, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I've kind of landed on ageless people are just kind of like people who are in their 40s but don't have wrinkles. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like what to them to play that? I said, I, you'll be fine. Uh, but anyway, that's my kind of history. My husband had previously read the books as a young person. So he had, was already familiar with the series. Um, I've never read a fantasy series before this. I've never Wait, really? Seen, yeah. Like, well, not like a traditional, like, not like this kind of high fantasy series. I was always really into magical realism. Oh, okay. Um, So uh, similar, but different. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, so this is the first time that I really picked up an epic series. Now, I did watch Game of Thrones, loved it. Uh, I tried to read, I think, the first book of Game of Thrones, but I knew that they weren't coming out anymore. And like, I didn't want to get into that. You know, I could never get into the Game of Thrones books because there just wasn't enough magic for me. I'm yeah. like, great. You got three dragons that we rarely see. That's not enough. That's not enough. I want magic yeah. on every other page. Seriously. I have to say like the magic. I did love the show though. Um, but I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to let Benita introduce herself. All right. So I'm Benita and I have loved Wheel of Time for, oh gosh, I think I started reading them in 1997 or 98. So I was about 14 at the time and my older brother got me into them. Nice. Um, and I have just kind of continued to read them ever since. They're like my emotional support books. Um, So yeah, so when I was reading them, I guess probably like the first four or five were out. I don't remember how many were out at that time, but there there was only a certain amount of them out at the time. And so every time a new book would come out, I would reread the series up to that point. Nice. So I have... I've read them way too much. Um, 
and I just like have absolutely loved them forever and ever. Uh, fun fact, one of my first emails was uh, bail the Aiel at AOL.com <laughs> because I, I didn't know it was pronounced Aiel at that time because I only read it. So I thought it was bail the ale. <laughs> um, that is not my email. It hasn't been for a very long time. So please, no one try and spam me or like dox me at that email. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've just always been a really big fan. Uh, I have an Amerlin stole that I had made. I have a first edition signed copy of Eye of the World. That was my first anniversary wedding gift because it was paper. And I had like a special box commissioned for it. <laughs> so, like it wouldn't get damaged. I, um, I had a Aes Sedai ring custom made because like, I didn't like the ones that were available. I okay. they weren't like, I just, I didn't like the way that they were done. <laughs> so I had a custom one made. Um, I'm really I need to hear a, your opinion on the rings in the show, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, I made a fan film uh, actually about it, but it, um, very sadly, I did not get to finish it because of a family health crisis. Um, but it was like 80% done. <laughs> and, uh, I used to be an actor. And so like, so this series was actually originally, I mean, gosh, it's been in the works for at least, four or five years that they've been trying to make the series. And so when I first heard that they were going to make it, like you should see how many times I like bugged my agent. I was like, I need to be in the show. I need to be in the show. I need to be in the show. I actually have contemplated many a wheel of time tattoos, but haven't gotten it mostly because I can never decide on placement. But yeah, so my love for the wheel of time is deep and abiding and, and yeah. And it's just like my emotional support book. Like whenever I go on vacation, I'll always just grab like one of the books in the series just to have with me in case I'm bored and just want to pick up a random chapter here or there. Um, oh, and the other fun fact about my wheel of time fandom is I have multiple copies of the books because I have reading copies and then I have copies that just sit on my shelf because they're like, you know, I've got, I've got my hardbacks because I like how I like how they look on the shelf, but I've got my 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 mass market paper bags that are just completely falling apart. So, oh my gosh, and I don't have any hard copies of <gasps> the books. They're just oh. all on my Apple like iBook reader. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, there's such a pain in the ass to carry around. I don't blame you. Um, I'm kind of I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm a purist or I won't be a purist when it comes to the show so much. Cause I do think that at the end of the day, they're two very different mediums and two very different ways of telling stories. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Right. Like it's really about the world and the story and that's fine. So I don't feel like I'm a purist about that, but I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to like the book covers. Like I know they recently came out with new book covers and I was like a little, I was a little prickly about that. I was a little bitter. I was a little salty about that. 
I only just figured out by watching the trailers over and over that that's a way gate. Because that is not what <gasps> I expected a way gate to look like at all. Oh, I don't think I even realized that. Right? I was like, oh, it's Shadow Logath or like, you know. Yeah. Um, excuse me if I'm pronouncing any of these words wrong ever. I know there's like pronunciation guides in the back of the book, but. Oh start? gosh. Also, <laughs> yeah, I should preface this that I, that I'm going to work very hard to, to correct the pronunciations that have been in my head since 1998, because <laughs> Lord knows I have been saying them wrong forever. <laughs> so I, I need to know before we move on out of the characters that have not been cast yet, which one would you push your uh, your agent to get you on the show as? I don't even know who hasn't been. I mean, I'm going to be really honest. When it comes to the show, I have not been as like up on the details as you because I kind of wanted to be surprised. Uh, um, so I don't know who hasn't um, been cast yet, but I will say anyone. Just let me be anyone. Let me be anyone. I'll be, let me be on your show. Lanfear. Oh, my God. How can I not think of Lanfear? I'd play the shit out of Lanfear. Oh my god, that'd be so good. She'd be so fun. She'd oh be so god. fun. That's just crazy. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Yes, I, I support I support Benita for Lanfear. You've heard it here first. <laughs> I'd be Lanfear. I can be, I mean, I'm not really possessive, but I could play possessive. So let's let's get to the trailer. Okay. okay. Good idea. <laughs> so we can start to pick apart what we think the series is going to be because we don't know yet. Right. Like this is uh, like, it doesn't come out till the 19th and we're recording this on the 6th. So I, we don't know. Yeah, I should I say, really actually, before we go forward, we should just say this show is going to be heavy on spoilers. We should just preface that. Oh, yeah. We may not remember to put spoiler alerts in. So just be forewarned. Definitely spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what what stood out to you the most from the trailers? Okay. Or like what's sort of like curious to you? Oh, man. Um, okay. Well, there's a big question mark for me, which uh, I won't bring up right now because we'll eventually get to it. So maybe we should start. Uh, I'll say, well, first of all, the trailers are full on giving me like full body chills. Like, like oh every time I watch them, I'm like, I, love them. Oh. I so, feel them down. Just feel them down in my lady parts. Just like, <laughs> mm. yeah, <laughs> they look good, right? You look good. Yeah. And uh, you can already tell that like, you know, due to the different medium, due to the like truncated storytelling, having to be more of a visual storytelling than, you know, having the time to go into like really deep explanations about what everything is like parts of the story are going to be different. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, They have, so I thought it was really interesting. So I did watch um, Rafe, the showrunner break down one of the trailers, like kind of like the main trailer, right? So we had our teaser trailer and then we have, uh, the I think maybe the last trailer that came out was the one that's like really Moraine's like yeah yeah this is the journey I'm on yeah trailer. I think it's called like Moraine's mission or something yeah but I did watch him breaking down like the like this is the show trailer um, and he talked about uh, making Loghain a much bigger part than he normally would be in this early part of the series 
which, you know, to me makes sense. Cause you know, I just try to remember like when thinking about like books versus series, like there's all this stuff that's occurring in the world of the wheel of time around what the actual narrative is. Right. Like Loghain exists while Rand and like, you know, everybody's getting together to go on their journey. Like we know he exists. They may only seen him once in that first book from afar, but like everything that like, Loghain's journey, like from being a false dragon to being captured to being stilled, like that's all going on. But I think so. I think it's really interesting that we're seeing a lot more of Loghain. Uh, I think it's really interesting that the three women, the three Aes Sedai that they show that are having an interaction with Loghain, it seems like maybe that they're capturing him, are three women who I don't think probably would have done that in the book's world together. So we have Moraine, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Well, I guess I what, like we don't really know where this scene with Loghain is taking place in the course of the show either. Like, but obviously, like this scene with Loghain, I think we can uh, fairly confidently say is not something that actually happened in the books world. Right. I yeah. think so. So I'll say this: I I really like the fact that Loghain is going to be more part of the early part of the stories in this like in the series because i think it'll it it really sets up what it means for a man to channel in this world so i think it really raises the stakes right it really lets viewers in on why it is so scary that Rand starts to channel and why he's so scared of it and why these men are so feared, right? Like, I think it's really, really important for us to see that. So I'm really happy that they're doing it. Um, I just think it'll make for, for, for great storytelling and raising stakes and all of that. Um, But I agree. I don't, I definitely don't imagine Moraine would have been one of the Aes Sedai to capture Loghain because like if it's already been determined that he's a false dragon, she's not interested, right? Like she has been on this journey and quest to find the dragon reborn. And so why is she going to waste her time with this guy? But you say that, I wonder if in this world, in this story, she does think that Loghain is the dragon for a time. And that's why she's there. Maybe. I mean, also out of the age for it, right? Like she knows he's too old. Right. Exactly. That's why it doesn't make sense to me. Right. But I don't know. This is, I also kind of don't care. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, I I guess I get it from like a, like a, a television show perspective that, we want our main characters to be on screen as much as possible because they're the people that we're invested in and we get to learn more about them, right? Like they, it's, it's another opportunity to, to learn about them and their personalities and their strengths and their skills and all of that. So I don't super mind it, even though I, I, I disagree. So it's Moraine, um, Alana, is there and who is the third? Leandrin. Leandrin. That's right. Which, I mean, I guess. 
Leandrin's the only one that I'm like, I guess. Yeah, Leandrin. Well, okay. So I I think that Leandrin becomes important, you know, for a time in the books. So I think that it's cool that we're seeing her um, ahead of time, right? Like, so there's a little bit more of a like, um, I don't want to say bond with her, but like, you know, we know who she is. Like her storyline really like shoots off. And, you know, I think they're really, it seems like, they're really trying to like hammer in the important Aes Sedai quote unquote right. and right. giving them more screen time uh, so that we follow with them along. Cause really like, man, it, there ends up being so many like individual Aes Sedai that become oh important in various parts of the books. Like how would you put that all into the show? So I am interested to see where they are going to combine, like, <laughs> you know, like what's important. Too many of y'all. It's just, yeah. I'm excited to meet Varen. I don't know if they've cast <gasps> Varen yet, but uh, I, I'm really I like Varen. I do too. And uh, you know, by the time we get to the end of her journey, which I won't spoil right now, but like you know, you're just like ah, Varen. Yes, you are oh. awesome. We oh. didn't know. Um, yeah, she's great. Yeah, and I also really, you know, just casting wise, I want to just you know, do an overall like casting shout out, like awesome job. So happy that there's a great diverse cast that's, you know, playing all the characters in this beautiful, diverse world. Um, I, I so far haven't seen a casting that I think would be like, Oh, that's completely off from what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think they, I think they did a great job and, you know, I think this is another instance where it's not necessarily true to the book, but I think is better yeah. for, for, you know, not only this medium, but also because times are different, right? Like I love Robert Jordan and he did a great job with the books, but it can be problematic, right? Like it, he is a flawed human, just like everybody else. And so, you know, we really don't have much diversity in our main characters in the books. So I'm glad that they changed that for this world. You know, it's kind of like, I agree. it kind of, kind of updates it a little bit. Right. Cause, Cause we have diversity in the books, but it's really only, you know, in, in, in characters, that are pretty minor, right? Or like peoples that we don't necessarily see a lot, right? Like you've got the Thanamir. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, I think like Eridamon. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like we've got some worlds and we've got like maybe a couple characters here and there, but our, but our core cast, they're all basically white. So. Right. Which I feel like. Well, it's interesting because you really do see like the sort of like default whiteness in it, right? Because I don't know that they're actually ever described what, you know, their skin tone. Maybe, maybe Rand. No, they are. Oh, they are. I mean, I think so. I want to go to, I'll go back and double check, but um, I believe that they are. You know, Rand has red hair, Matt Mm -hmm. Coffin, maybe, maybe Matt and Perrin aren't described but for sure Egwene, Nynaeve, for sure Elaine like they're all described as being oh, yeah. pale. Elaine, sure. Avienda, 
Yeah. Right? Like they're all described. Yeah. Also, we know all the women's boob sizes. <laughs> That's what was really described. Speaking of, you know, people are flawed humans. Oh God. Writers are flawed people too. I'm sure on an episode soon we'll get into, you know, some problematic misogyny in the books, but we can maybe touch that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I do have to say like the, for me as, you know, a 39, 40 year old woman going through the books, that stuff really like stood out. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at myself for making it through the books with some of the like, really like just the way that the young people talk to each other, how it's like, yeah. uh, you know, how there's this very, weird old-fashioned dynamic between the men and the women and like uh you know you wool-headed sheep herder and that's all she ever says and like I don't know some of that stuff like really obviously like it was like nails on a chalkboard (laughs) I think that was one of the benefits really of me reading it at the time that I did or starting it right because it didn't bother me when I was you know, 15. Um, right, because it makes more sense back then, I guess. Right, I don't know. More, like, I just was. wasn't aware of that stuff, right? Like, as a as a teenager in the early 2000s, I was not aware of that. Whereas I think teenagers now are. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I really wasn't aware of it at that point. So it, it, it didn't bother me. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's really like I'm still trying to figure out like how and why, like, you know, that I was still so captivated by the story, even aside from that, just being like, you know, like, oh, I feel kind of icky reading this as like a woman in 2020. Because I think think even though there is this misogyny in the books, there is also, there are also the women are incredibly powerful. And yeah. and I think that, that that is why you stick with it, right? Because yeah, sure. there is that layer, but underneath, I mean, these women change the world, right? Like they're incredibly important. I mean, look at Egwene, like look at what she does. Egwene is probably my favorite. Oh, same. oh. Oh, she is just and incredible. Like it ends up with Gowan, the worst. <laughs> I don't know why you think he's the worst. Oh my gosh, because he's such a baby. First of all, like he just cannot get it together, and like you know, uh, like well, he just makes so many bad decisions. I mean, and, he does, and, but he loves her so much. Yeah, but I mean, does he, or is it like kind of creepy stalkery love? I don't know. <laughs> So I do, I do want to go back to the trailer. Okay. Back to the trailer. Okay. So back to the trailer specifically, because you and I were sort of chatting about this earlier mm-hmm. and it has to kind of, it kind of plays off this whole uh, misogyny women versus men thing. Okay. So in the trailer, Moraine says, I'm looking for the dragon. He's been reborn. And it could be one of you five. One of you five. Excuse me, what? 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 So we were saying, what does that mean? Does it mean it's also Nynaeve and Egwene? Is that what she's saying? And if that is what she's saying, that makes no sense. In so many ways. In so many ways. Like, yeah. first of all, 
Nynaeve is older. Right. And that's like a huge part of her character and her arc is the fact that she's exactly the fact that she's older. The whole reason she goes on the journey is to protect the other four because she sees herself as their caretaker. Right. Yeah. So one, that doesn't make sense if that's it. Also, the whole point is that the men wield Sidin. Right. And that like, it just literally doesn't make any sense. That, that's that's one thing that's like really sticking in my craw. Right. Because the, the original dragon, Luce Theron, we don't think we're going to see in this, but uh, at least yet. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but he just broke the world. They, he yeah. broke the world with Sidon that the, that the dark one had tainted, although we call it the corruption now, which I think is a much better word. Um, oh. At least that's what Rafe was calling it. Oh. Of the taint, right? Because in the books, it's the taint. Right. Which is kind of a weird word. It's oh, like yeah. moist, you know? It's like one of those weird it, words. It's a weird, yeah. But it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the fact that they're going to change that. <laughs> I do like the fact that they're like trying to show it when they're showing uh, yeah. weaves, you know, and I, yeah. I like that we get to see the weaves, you know, I think that's going to be super helpful for the viewers to kind of see it. And then I get to feel like an Aes Sedai. So, Hey, that's it's so cool. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't make sense that she says all the five. Right. And, and you know, well, because Egwene's younger, which also, mm-hmm. you know, it, it bothers me less. Uh, and, you know, I have done my fair share of listening to other people talk about these trailers, but it does bother me less than that if they made Egwene the same age, right? Because she's so close to right. their age. Right. And it's but, also like, it, yeah, they're kind of all in the same pocket world, yeah. but it is absolutely Nynaeve's driving force as a character that she is older. Right. Even if she's not that, because she's not that much older, but she is older. And that's like a core piece of her identity. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, and, you know, I was telling Mario, it's like, it's like, she stays with Rand in those later books. Mm-hmm. Like she has this like deep loyalty to him and t- because she like changed his diapers when he was yeah. a little child. And yeah. if they're all been, and the only reason that Moraine really doesn't know like which of the three is the dragon reborn is because they were all born within like two weeks of each other right so clearly if Nynaeve is born let's even give her a month within the other she's not changing anybody's diapers right but she's always um, in the books like I spanked your bottom I did this yeah you know, like yeah um I so you owe me that kind of you need respect. to be as an authority yeah exactly respect like I am an authority figure to you. I was your wisdom. Yeah. And I think it also, if it, let's say they even ignore all of that, make them all sort of within the same age, you still have the difference between Sidar and Sidon. And it's extremely important that those are differentiated because otherwise, why would men be so feared? Exactly. Which I think also, I think within the context of the books, you could argue creates that real binary between men and women, right? Like you could argue that that's why it exists in that world because men are so 
feared and there's been this separation. Although I don't think that's what RJ was doing. Right. But I think you, I mean, I think that's being generous, but you, you, you could argue with But yeah, but the, but the, but the, the truth is, like, Morwen would never think that Egwene or Nynaeve no. would be the dragon reborn. No. Like, no. okay, just so, just so our listener know, I am trying to read through uh, uh, New Spring right now for the first time. I haven't read New Spring yet. Uh, I decided to tackle it because I figure, like, some of that will be in this uh, first season, you know, just to, like, kind of fill out some of the backstory. Uh, we can see that already in these trailers. It feels like we're going to see more rain. You know, we see her taking the oaths. Except yeah. maybe that Aiel scene is from New Spring. I don't know. We'll see. How okay, so let's talk about that. How do you feel about the fact that we're really following it seems like we're really following Moraine, at least in the beginning? I love it. I have to say, because for me, like when I was reading the Eye of the World, I was really following Moraine. Like the the mm. the uh the young people didn't really and I you know, I need to go back and, and reread. I'm going to try to get through Eye of the World again, too, before we get to this. That gives me not very much time to get through those two books. Because <laughs> um, I can't even remember if we get a lot of Moraine's point of view in that book, actually. But I always, like, I felt like she was my anchor in that book. I wonder it's- if that's because you read it as an older person. Because... Okay. I remember reading it for the first time and feeling she was this giant mystery. Hmm. You know, it was, what did she want and why did she want it? You know, I thought it was actually very interesting um, in Rosamund Pike's interview where she was saying, Moraine is very warm. And I was like, she really doesn't get warm from like an like a reader's perspective until much later in the books and, and to, in the series like she is very um i don't i don't want to say that she's cold but she's she's on a mission and that is what she is doing and it's kind of like i always viewed her as you know you might have to break a couple eggs to make an omelet oh for sure i think she even like straight out says like I will kill you if I have to. Right. I will do whatever I have to do to save the world. And that, you know, and I don't think, I mean, obviously I love Moraine. Like, I don't think that makes her a bad person, but I, I definitely wouldn't describe that person as warm. Right. I think she really changes when she comes back through the twisted doorway. So, so, you know, reading it for the first time, I, you know, Moraine was such a mystery for a long, long time. And so I can accept that it's a good intro into the world to be following her. But I do kind of miss that there's maybe going to be a little more mystery as to her motives. Mm. But I, I don't know, maybe that's their attempt to make it more accessible for a, a, a wider audience and not have it be like a teen show. You know, by we're following the t- the the twenty year olds. Maybe I just like I trusted Moraine implicitly from like the really? beginning. Yeah, I don't know why. I could be like, tell her about your dreams. Tell her about your dreams. Like, I, just, oh, I definitely wanted them to tell her. Yeah, but like, so it, it was like I didn't. I never thought she was a bad character ever. But it was. I never. F- felt 
like she was necessarily interested in them as something as people i'd never you know what i mean like in the beginning you were like no she's on a mission yeah. you know um but definitely you know you're like tell them about your dreams like yeah because uh, yeah. you're like stopping an idiot i loved how she did like kind of like take a Gwen under her like yes. wing, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. she knew that she was, had such potential um and you know they do get separate when they all get separated you know then obviously like and we'll probably see this in the series too because clearly it's going to go you know different yeah. points once we all get separated which also chills in that last part of the trailer when parents like do you think we're ever going to go home <gasps> oh. and that always made me so sad in the books too mm-hmm. I just wanted them to like be reunited with their families so bad and like uh, like the little. Oh, yeah, does everybody like hang out for a bit? Yeah. Nothing's wrong. Just be uh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as the look of the show goes, mm-hmm. so Mario, your husband, which, uh, fun fact, Mario and I went to high school together. Mario has strong memories of me sitting in the hallways reading Wheel of Time. <laughs> That's amazing. He, he's always like, that's how I see you. I see you sitting in the hallway reading the books. Um, but anyway, uh, Mario brought up that he was not a big fan of the look of the show. Yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah, I, okay, good. We're on the same page. He was like, it just looks like so typical, like what they always do for fantasy. And I'm like, yeah, that's why it's great. Yeah, exactly. Like, I it, like it that look. That like epicness that you want, right? So yes. it is giving us, you know, um, it's giving us Game of Thrones vibes. It's giving mm-hmm. us like, um, oh my gosh, hello, Tolkien. Yeah. With the ring. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lord of the Rings. Hello, it's early. It's not that early, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it has like, they really, you can tell, took their time, put their money into it and decided to do which locations they chose. Cause I don't think we're going to get all of our locations on mm-hmm. our way on our road to Tarvalin. Uh, I, I have a question for you okay? because yeah. I feel like maybe, you know, and I'm not quite sure. Cause I don't remember. Um, Faldara. Mm-hmm. Which every time I read that, I want to be like, fall to roll if it'll be Cinderella. But Faldara, was that important in the first book? I can't remember that being an important location, which is why, uh, I think so. Early part, which is why it struck me that they show it in the trailer. Um, and what's the, the uh, Tarwin's Gap behind it? And I can't remember those being, I know they're like very important later on in the, in the series, but I couldn't remember them being. No, I don't remember them being, I don't remember them being in the first book either. I mean, because they are, they do go to Shinar. Right. But that's really, that's really at the end of book one. I don't, uh, I can't also remember where exactly the eye of the world is. I need to read, like, it's been a long time for me in that first book. Yeah. So, really need so, to so they go from Shinar 
that's like their base camp before they go into the wastelands. Um, I mean, into the blight. Sorry, I'm also reading another fantasy series right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I keep wanting to call it the Shattered Plains. Well, yeah, because I'm reading um, I, I'm reading the Stormlight Stormlight series. Okay, written by Brandon Sanderson, who wrote the final Is it the good? final Wheel of Times books. Anyway, they have the Shattered Plains, and it always reminds me of the blight. So anyway, before they go into the blight, um, uh, Shinar is kind of their like their last place before they really get into the blight. So anyway, that like into there is where, um, is where the eye of the world is. But I don't know. I'd have to go back. Also, I'm getting ready to move. And so all my books are packed. So I can't just quick flip to the end of it. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, all three uh, copies I have of I Have the World are back. <laughs> well, I am going to read it as soon as I'm done with New Spring. I'm only like a tenth of the way through New Spring, though. So I really need to get on. Uh, I need to get, get on, on it. it. Yeah, because I can't remember. Uh, I remember Eye of the World, though. It was one of my favorites. Just in, in my memory, it is mm. like, you know, that great call to adventure. Like, you know, yeah. has a very satisfying ending. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see though, like how far we get in this first season, if we get past that at all. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we'll have to get just a little past it so that we can really be hooked for the second season. Mm -hmm. Also, there are 14 books we're not going to have 14. We're not going to have 14 uh, seasons of this show. Right. So I oh, think they're going to condense stuff. Okay. Although there's some there's books there that can happen. Oy, yeah. I remember, I can't remember which book it is. I can't remember if it's book six or book five, but it's the one like after a spoiler, the tower has been broken mm-hmm. and they all go off into uh, that little town I remember there's one of the books that I like looked back at it and the whole book took place over eight days. Really? I was like, come on, this does not, this does not need, this does not need to be a thousand pages. Oh my God. I think there definitely has to be some some condensing that could happen. And that's, that's fine. I mean, a lot of the books like, like happened during the same, like eight days, for example, like there's like, one eight days and then it's the same eight days in the next book, but just from like different characters. <laughs> and there was one book that like really confused me. And let me see if you remember this. Cause I'm like, still like not sure. I'm like, was I reading this correctly? Am I that confused? Where like, we were following uh, a Rand storyline and a parent storyline, but they weren't taking place at the same time because Tam was in both storylines. Oh. <laughs> I was like very confused about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, it was like, it's a later book. And I just kept being like, how is Tam still with Perrin, but also has left Perrin to be with Rand at the same time? Right, right. Yeah, I think I remember what you're talking about. Okay, let's see. What else can we talk about with the trailers? We'll have to... Okay, yeah. What else can we talk about with the trailers? Um, oh, let's, let's talk about how they do the one power. Okay. So you can see the weaves. Love so I that. like that we can see the weaves. I like that we can see 
the taint or the corruption, right? <laughs> Which I don't know why that really bothers me. Here I say that I'm not a purist, but like it it really bugs me. They're calling it something different, but whatever. Fine, fine. But um, I really like that. But I, in the books, it is so clear that before a woman or before anyone channels, they are surrounded by a glow Mm -hmm. and they're not glowing. Oh, interesting. They're not fucking glowing. Uh Oh, and that makes me really mad. (laughs) Maybe there will be more glowing in the full, uh, in the show. I don't know. Because there's a big difference. You can be holding the one power, but not necessarily channeling, but you can hold it. And so that's a big thing. It really, it really bugs me. It also really bugs me because as I was making my fan film, this was one of the problems that I ran into in VFX was I needed to glow and I did not have the budget to make myself glow. So we kept trying to think of like other ways to do it. And so I was really interested in watching the trailer, how they were going to do it. And then they didn't fucking do it. You know, I I know that goddamn glow. They talk a lot about, like, I've heard them talk a couple of times about, like, certain things that they they just, like, a better use of the budget to do this thing versus this thing, you know, which is why they're, like, not doing any special effects to make the eyes that I look younger or, like, look ageless, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, I wonder if this is one of those things where it's just a little bit too expensive to make everybody glow all the time. I don't know. Um, Maybe they decided it was more important to make very scary Trollocs. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Those Trollocs are not playing around. They're not. They're great. Yeah. I really, really, really like the Trollocs. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still in this glow thing. I'm just just (laughs) really mad about it. Fine. We'll see. I, I think we'll, see. we'll give it a I chance. Think, no, I think you're probably right. But again, okay, this is the last thing that I'm going to say about it, and then I will get off of it. But that's a big thing because, you know, that's a whole thing about like being able to invert your weaves and being able to hide the yeah. fact that you can channel. Because, like, that was the thing. Like, it, it, I remember it coming up several times in the book where it was, like, it wasn't even just that you you couldn't weave, but you couldn't hold the power. You couldn't even hold it. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. I'm like, I really, sometimes I just feel like I've been waiting so long for this series to come out. I should just be happy with what I get. <laughs> no. I should I, just be grateful for what I get. <laughs> Shut up. It is nice that they're making it and that they've already approved the second series or second season which is great you know what how how, i'm so sad that like but we're already recasting a main character who are we recasting again i have not oh matt matt Kong. matt is recast for the second season i'm not exactly sure why he's not returning um but yeah it was announced that he's not and that that makes me a bit sad Um, that is that is a man that i would leave my husband for right that's the best I'm like, listen, baby, I love you, and this is not a real person. But if you are a real person, watch out. Him and, <laughs> yeah, him and David Tennant as the doctor. Not David Tennant, but David Tennant as the doctor. Amazing. He was like, I know, that's okay. And I was like, all right. Just, they're not real people, but. 
<laughs> but our carriage would be in trouble <laughs> if they were. Um, yeah, that'll be really interesting to see. How am I supposed to fall in love with this guy if he's going to be recast? I know, I know. Well, hopefully, the, the hopefully the the second season one will be uh, better or just as likable. I don't know. I mean, yeah. obviously, we haven't really gotten to know them yet. Um, yeah, love the Trollocs. The Trollocs looks great. What about, I'm going to mispronounce this, the Mirdral? Oh my gosh, so scary. So scary. I love what they did with the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It had like very like, um, you know, Stranger Things vibes to me, but I yes. thought that totally works. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it was always hard to like, for me to picture like, uh, the faceless murder all. Um, I think they did a good job from what I can tell. With them. I'll be interested to see how they do its movement. Right. Cause that's a very, like to me, a very important element of why they're so scary is how they move because mm-hmm. they don't quite, they're not quite in time with in- the world. Yeah. So, you know, how do they read shadows? How do they, like, are their cloaks going to move? Yeah. But how do they make it so their cloaks don't move? Like, that's fucking scary. Oh, yeah. Speaking you of know? cloaks, are we going to, are they going to have Lance cloak where you can't, like, see him sometimes? These are all good questions. I really hope so. I mean, you now have me worried that they're just going to be like, too expensive. Oh, I do want to talk to you about Tom Marilyn. Okay. Speaking of cloaks. Yeah. Which are apparently very important to us. So many cloaks. But my, so it seems like he, he is the character. He's the closest thing to somebody who's just like, so off of my uh, expectation of what the character looked like to the way that they cast him that uh, I'm not totally sure I'm on board now. It feels like they like really like kind of like younged him up. And made him like, yeah, like a little, like a little bit of a stud. Like, I feel like this could have been Tom 30 years before the Bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll. Yeah. Yeah. They like made him a little, they made him a little hunky. Yeah. Which again, I do think like probably back in the day he was really hunky. Totally. He had the queen. He had the queen. I yeah. mean, come on. I do see somebody on Reddit said uh, Jeff Bridges should have been Tom. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Tom, you know, obviously Jeff Bridges would not do the show, but I think that's the age bracket. That's funny. Yeah. I do think dude is too young. I mean, maybe with the mustaches, maybe the like. I think he has a mustache, though. Do we we see him in the trailer? Right, he's like the guy who's like, um, you know, in the old tongue, Aes Sedai means blah 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 blah. That's him, right? Is that him? I don't know. And like in the original teaser, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like crying over a ring. <gasps> I think that's him. Oh. I think so. that would make sense. Well, that would make sense. If that is him and he doesn't have a mustache, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Again. I'm going to need to is, investigate this. That is, we do need to investigate it because that is, 
I mean, it's not central to his character, but it's like a huge part of his character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like wondering, like, because um, I thought I heard some other people talking about, and I, I'm not, I haven't really picked up either way in the trailers on this, but it feels like, you know, that everybody's kind of getting together for this journey in a different way than they did in the books. Mm. You know, I don't know if Tom's there. Is he? In the trailer? Like in the two rivers. No, I know he's there in the two rivers. Like he just is like randomly there to be glee man for their like. Right, 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 right. Which I always was like skeptical about. I was very skeptical about Tom until it was the like, very last book. <laughs> really? Like, okay, I guess he's not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man who harbors deep pain, but he's good. Um, I mean, look, the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. Yeah. But it and seems I- like they're like leaving from the middle of the attack in the night. But like in the books, they like kind of disappear like the next day, right? Yeah. Um. And Nynaeve doesn't go with them. Thank you. Yeah, for- she shows up later. Yeah, she like arrives in uh, where they meet Min, what that town is that I forget. Barillon. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. But, I don't know yeah. how to say it either. And she uh, comes in, yeah, yeah. But like, but Tom's also there in the books. And it's like, hey, this seems fun. I'm going to go with the ice nut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I think he goes because he doesn't trust them. Yeah you know, because of his nephew. And so there's, you know, that whole thing. He wants to protect the boys. Good point. All of that was revealed so far after the first book that I totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I think, right. Like, I think he's, it makes sense to me that, that he goes um, in the books, but yeah. Oh, no, I, I think it totally makes sense. I'm curious if in the show he's not there and they meet up with him later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I hope not. Because again, that would be like, that's such an important part of his backstory, right? It's such an important part. Why this random Gleeman is like, Hey, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to put my neck out for you. Like how many times does he save them? Oh, so many, you know, I mean, he, he ends up, you know, he ends up with that awful limp because he's trying to save them, right? Like he almost dies a bunch trying to save them. And it's all because, you know, he's trying to, he he's trying to make up for the fact that he couldn't save his nephew. So dude better fucking be there. I think I am a little more protective of the books than I realized. <laughs> As we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah. but you cannot change this or this or yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> There's other things I'm like super curious. Like I'm I'm curious about what makes Lan so upset in the trailer. Like, you know, you don't expect Lan like never shows that kind of emotion like in the entire uh, yeah. series. And I know that like you know Rafe said that it was because he really wants to show that bond. And oh, what beautiful acting from Moraine Rosamund Pike in that in that moment where they flash over to her and she has the tears coming down. Ugh. Uh, but I am curious about what that moment is and why yeah. um, why it elicits so much emotion. Um, yeah, that'll like, be interesting. I do think that... So, so that's one thing that I'm actually, like, okay with, right? Like, them 
maybe having a little more emotion than we would have seen in the book, just because we don't get to hear inside of their heads. Right. Um, So I think that's one, that is one thing that I will allow them to change. (laughs) I love, I, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Uh, I do hope that they uh, have the characters have um, a bit more nuance in the romantic relationships, or at least yeah. even like friendship dealings with each other. That it's not yeah, so- just the relationships. Yeah. I think would would be nice if there was a little yeah, if there was a little more nuance than there than there are in the books. Yeah, um, which I feel like there will be, and also for just like yeah. you know, part of that like having to condense you know, all those books into to more of a series. Like we don't have as many chances to beat home some of these like refrains that we hear over and over <laughs> and over in the books. Uh, so that's probably a good thing in my opinion. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting how they treat the female friendships too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really do love, I really do love the friendships that are in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know if they're, yeah, I'll be really interested to see how they treat the female friendships in this book, because I do think that, I mean, in the series, because in the books, they're, they're really, it, it's beautiful that these women are like uh, so supportive of each other and so loving. Uh, But at the same time, it feels like sometimes it's a little. Mm. Actually, no, I don't want to say this at all. Was that a home party? No, I think like, I think you're onto something like, because it's, it always kind of bothered me. Uh, the dynamic of Nynaeve between the other women. And I, I feel like um, that first, that's my dog, if you can hear him. They fly. Um, you know, there was just like, I felt like that was another place that he was just really pushing this idea of like, these characters are like, Nynaeve is stubborn and angry all the time. And like, right. you know, it's like, there's nothing else to her. Not a little right. bit later in the books, but I think like it took a little bit too long. Um, I felt mm-hmm. like her and Egwene had a much more like loving relationship than was shown. If that makes sense. Yeah, I do think that. I mean, I think the relationship was complicated, right? Because Nynaeve was wisdom, and Egwene was her apprentice, and then suddenly they're kind of both apprentices. I, 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 you know, the, the way their, their hierarchy shifted so much throughout the books, I think is, is interesting mm-hmm. um, and complicated, but I do think Nynaeve is one of those characters that I hope we get more nuance from. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. She was a really great, interesting character that was pretty two dimensional for a long time. Um, and like you said, towards the end of the books, you started to see the softer side. You started to see more of that nuance. Um, so I do hope we get that. I do hope we get that sooner. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'll be really interested to see how they treat these relationships and, and, and flesh out some more of the characters. 
that's like, but that's also like one of the the really exciting things about having a live adaptation, right? Because the actors are going to bring so much. Yes, like we're going to yeah, get that's more. A great point. Yeah, we're going to get more from the characters just by virtue of these, like you know, real people embodying yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so I think no, that's, that's a great, great point. point. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm excited. You know, I think at the end of the day, like we can pick this apart all that we want and I will uh, bitch and moan about there not being a glow and where Tom's mustache is or whatever. We'll have way more to say. Like once we actually see like, I know I can't, I can't wait. Uh, It's really hard to obviously like base an opinion off these trailers, except for being super excited overall. I'm just grateful that we're in the world. Yeah. I swear I'm grateful, you guys. I'm s i am swear. I am. <laughs> She'll be more grateful when she's playing Lanfear. But until <laughs> then All right. Well, since we are the uh the one power channeling hour, we should probably keep this to a tight hour. Uh and uh and uh yeah, leave it there for now until we get to the to the first episode, which is super soon. So excited. Uh, yeah, if you are a fan of Wheel of Time and want to keep up to date with all the shows, please um, keep listening, subscribe, tell your friends. What's up? Let's hang out again uh, next week.